Hello, 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 everyone. How are you? Hope you're having a fantastic, fantastic day and may peace be upon you. Thank you, thank you, thank you for joining us today with our show and with me, your host, Dr. Izdihar Jamil. And today I have a very, very special guest who is Emmy Hernandez. She is a, a, a love, a executive love coach, and she is also a number one international best-selling author with Women Who Lead. So, Emmy, let's say hello, hello, hello. Hello, Dr. Izdihar. So happy to see you. I always love our conversations. And hello, everyone out there. We're excited to be here with you today. Yay. And today, Emmy and I have a sensational topic to be talking about. We're going to be talking about love or the art or the process of finding love. Um, for those of you who don't know, like Emmy, that's her passion. That is her calling to help women, especially highly successful professional women, to find the love rather than um, settling in. And it's also based on her personal experience um, as well in going through several challenges several you know many many tears along the way and breaking through a non-healthy relationship as well and then um to the point of like you know like is it even worth it right emmy is it even worth it going out there why don't i just um settle why don't i just settle and be uh you know settle in or don't worry i'll just be on my own kind of thing so I wanted to, to touch base with you, highly successful women, professional who are, you know, doing really well in their job, really doing really well in their business. What is that thing that they have that kind of like making it a little bit challenging for them to find their partner or their soulmate? Is it the way they look? Is it the way that they come across? Is it the way their accomplishments? What is it? Do you know, this is such a fascinating conversation because it's it's one of those things where it's kind of an, uh, a hidden thing or it's not mm -hmm. as not very obvious to most people that see it out in the world. So the reason I work with executive level and seven figure women is because the the system or the steps that they have taken to build out their level of accomplishment in the business world mm -hmm. do not apply to help love in that here a little a little bit at the moment so we, we have just like in nature we have feminine masculine energy right we have mm -hmm. testosterone we have estrogen both men and women have different levels of estrogen and testosterone right so from a biological standpoint we are wired chemically different mm -hmm. as as women and what's so beautiful about women is that we can tap into different energies in a moment's notice. We can be speaking on stage like you is Dahar and be a TEDx speaker. And then as soon as you're done, you're holding on to your baby and you, yeah. you go into mom mode, right? So mm -hmm. there's, there's a version of you that's the TEDx speaker. Then there's a version of you that is mom. Then there's a version of you that's, that's a lover, right? With mm -hmm. your partner that you, you two are teammates. So those versions of us as women, we have been socialized to believe in the last 30, 40 years that there's only one version of us, meaning mm -hmm. that there's only the version of us that shows up on the TEDx stage. Mm -hmm. And that's not true. 
the version of us that shows up on TEDx stage and is an incredible boss and is an incredible leader in her community and is very high up in the corporate ladder, who is a best-selling author. She's incredible. I love mm -hmm. her. And she also has another side to her. She also has a side to her that is very much like a little girl mm. who is very playful and quirky and goofy and funny. But she has been told that that side of her shut that down and doesn't, it has no place in business. Mm. And although it has no place in business, it has a place, but it has a place with herself and with her potential romantic partnerships. So what happens is, is when these seven-figure women go out to date into the world, they show up as the stage presence of herself. Mm -hmm. She shows up with the resume in hand, <laughs> the list of my accomplishments. And in order for her to bring in healthy love, she needs to show up as the playful, quirky, goofy version of herself because that's her true feminine core. Does that mean that we're putting the speaker to the side and the boss babe? No, absolutely not. They, we are one in the same, but this is the magic and power of polarity, the yin and the yang. You can flow into and out of whichever one serves your purpose at the time. So that's, that's the biggest thing that women struggle with. And it's really coming from a place of just not knowing a misunderstanding of what success means. And that's why I created a signature system of replicable success for love. It is a system, but it's different mm -hmm. than what is applied in business. Yeah, that's absolutely spot on, Emmy, because, you know, logically, like, it doesn't make sense that a lot of like, people don't know you can't be a businesswoman, the, the CEO in your relationship, because that's a totally different animal altogether in terms of your partner and the love, the connection. Um, in any partnership, it, it is something different, right? The last thing your partner wants is for you to be bossing them around like a, this is like the KPI of our marriage. I'm like, <laughs> right. <laughs> nobody, nobody will, like, like you said, when you go on a date, you have this checklist or interview questions. I'm like, like I would get scared, like people asking me, uh, this interview question, I, all I care about is the food and the getting to know that person. I mean, at any time when you ask a question or interview someone, you get on it, right? You put up a wall that is like, oh my God, where I have to protect myself because I don't know if it's, this is a safe place to me to, um, to share. So I want to talk to you to, about this kind of idea because you know I just um, saw a documentary uh, or no reality show about uh, the what was it the pot thing what is it called the love Le yeah it's called love is blind I believe Le love is blind so that they, they would they would sit on this pot they would talk to so many people without they just hear their voice. Um, their voice are hosted by Nick Lachey and Vanessa Lachey. So to just hear their voice and then if they feel that connection, then they will propose to that person and then they will go out um, in the real world. And then, oh my God, there's so many things that I'm like, and like, you know, interest me in that, um, in that part. So I wanted to kind of touch this with you that sometimes, you know, everything is honky-dory, rainbows and roses, but we all have flaws right we all have flaws so how does someone who's the boss babe who's this and that kind of like deal you know sometimes we're so hard on ourselves Emmy. we're so hard on ourselves 
let alone to you know to the other to the other person in our life partner so how can we kind of like witness um our own weaknesses and difficulties and challenges but actually embrace it and use it as the key the bridge to having a beautiful relationship Yes. Yeah, so what I'm going to say is going to sound counterintuitive because most people don't understand this concept. And I'll explain that as we go in a little bit deeper. The women that I know who are extremely empowered and know who they are themselves and who are in very healthy relationships like yourself, like myself, like the clients that I coach, they have very strict boundaries in place. Mm. And it sounds like, wait, what? That you think that, you know, you're an extremely loving person. So am I, the people that I coach, we're, mm. we're, we're very much givers into the planet. So mm. you would think that we just, we just give, 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 and we have no boundaries. I have boundaries even set up with my soulmate. So you might think, mm-hmm. wait, what with your own husband, there are boundaries. Absolutely. Let me tell you what that means and what that looks like. A woman who radiates from the inside out. Okay. Which is what I coach my clients to work through is we work on the, the energetics and the spiritual side and the quantum physics of resonance and frequency. So everything we do is science-based yes. <laughs> based on the law of attraction and quantum physics. None of it is woo-woo, like, oh, I hope this stuff works. No, there's a system <laughs> in place, right? Just like music, there's a resonance, there's a note. So because I'm an expert in that, I help my clients do that inside their body, just like a chiropractic adjustment, mm-hmm. but we do energetic adjustments. The reason I bring that up is because the number one thing that women need to do in order to have not just the person of their their dreams, like the right partner and the right team member, but in order for her to bring in everything she desires Mm -hmm. is to figure out who is she, what does she actually like and want, not based on what she thinks the guy would want of her. This is what I see a huge mistake there. Most of us as women, we have been trained to be malleable, to, to become something that we're not so that the guy will like us. Oh, I hope he picks me. We actually had this conversation on our, on our VIP call last night with my ladies. Like, I hope I get picked. I hope I get picked. We're like, whoa, 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 hold on. We need to change the narrative here. It's like, no, no, no. Ladies, you are the prize, not from a place of arrogance, from a place of recognizing how amazing you are. And the more you say, I love this type of food, or I love this music, and I don't like going to concerts, and I don't like this, not from a place of being mean, but just knowing yourself, that the more you recognize who you are, the more you recognize what style you have as a sense of humor the faster you will attract the right person. So here's the thing. There's no such thing as a perfect person because we're not perfect. No human is perfect, but there is such a thing as a perfect match. Okay. Mm -hmm. There is such a thing as a perfect frequency. And I'll give you an example on, um, I see a lot of women tell me like, I, you know, why is it so hard to find just a cute guy with a great sense of humor? All I'm looking for is a guy with a great sense of humor. And I tell her BS. She's like, what do you mean? I mean, I say, you don't want a guy with a great sense of humor. She's like, yes, I do. And I'm telling, I guarantee you, you don't. She's like, what do you mean? Like, yes, I do. I said, you want a guy with your sense of humor. 
not a sense of humor. There are a lot of different variations of senses of humor. That's why there are a lot of comedy movies that I do not like and others that I adore, right? There are so many comedians that are amazing to me and others that other people think are hilarious that I don't think are funny. So this is what I mean around what is it that you actually like, right? Mm -hmm. And to not pretend that you like something because you think the other person will like you more. What's so fascinating about high quality men and high quality women is that they respect each other's differences and do not expect you to like everything that the other person likes. I don't like the music that Matt listens to. He doesn't mm -hmm. like the music that I listen to. We listen to our own music and our own vehicles. Ta-da, there's a level of respect there mm -hmm. and nobody says anything about, about, the, uh, about the other one. And this is where I think people get mi mixed up. They mix up what core values are, like really mm -hmm. true alignment of important things versus interest. Having mm -hmm. different interests in life don't really need to be in alignment because you need to have independent lives that then come together, but you need to continue to have independent lives in order to have a healthy relationship as a team. Yeah, absolutely spot on. Like it's like the puzzle, right? The puzzle may not, where does it fit? The puzzle. And you know, you're so on point in saying that, you know what, I this is what I want, this is what I don't like, this is what you know makes me laugh, makes me happy and excited. Um, and this is my well, this is what my partner likes, what doesn't like. And I think the key of that, Emmy, is to kind of be accepting of that and rather than trying to fix it, right? Yeah. Rather than to fix yourself or trying to fix your husband, it's gonna go nuts. Like one of the things for me. I don't like doing dishes and I don't like doing the grocery shopping. I just don't like it. You know, I just don't like it. So my husband takes care of it. My husband reads out. So he would, I, I would give him a list. He would always, okay, do you have a list? And you know, I make a list. Sometimes he has to go bless him to two shops, sometimes three shops, depending on what we're cooking on that day. And then, you know, sometimes at Costco, and then we have to go to the farmer's market and then we have to go to the halal shop. So he does that. He does the grocery shopping. He does the dishes for me. And I cook. You know, I cook. I take care of the breakfast and the lunch. And, um, you know, I don't like throwing the trash out. I just don't. So he does that for me, but I make up the bed. He doesn't make up the bed. <laughs> so I make up the bed. And that is okay, right? Like that is like kind of like we could go to friction and blow it up because of this insignificant things but you're saying like this is the real life of it this is like the real life of I'm, I'm married almost 20 years now don't start counting my age now okay darling like you know, <laughs> you, know you were married for, that's amazing <laughs> you know, almost almost 20 years not quite yet but like I said I, you know some people did you get married at 10 they're like no I didn't get married at 10 years <laughs> or 16 years old uh, but it, that it takes something to kind of have that in the beginning it was a friction right because I'm like oh this that that you know what that's okay like this is what I love doing this is what you love doing and now we figure out how it's gonna work and it's always a working progress and I want to talk to you about this this click that people feel as if um oh I found the right one and that's it right that, that it's kind of like the end of everything but darling the moment you said I do is when <laughs> that's when it starts yeah <laughs> 
it's when it's when it's not because the movies lies to you happily ever after starts the moment you said i do it's not it's not the build-up obviously the build-up is also part of the process so the moment you said i do emmy let's talk about that process right i know some of them yes. some of the listeners are kind of like still looking for their soulmate but this is what we want to talk about the reality of the moment that you said i do what are some of the things that they want to be prepared for um the moment that they said that i do Yes, this is such an important, <laughs> critical part of the conversation, uh, because this is where a lot of people go wrong. And again, you know, the movies do us a disservice because it ends at, oh, and they lived happily ever after, Ta-da, right? It's like, ten times, like, all done. It's like, no, 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 like, that's when like, yeah. it starts to happen, right? So um, there is something, in, and here's what's so powerful, is that I've seen couples who haven't lived together um, I've seen couple before they got married. I've seen couples who have lived together and who have had, you know, some time living together, but something still changes when there is that level of commitment of the mm -hmm. I do. Okay? There, that level of commitment is so important, so powerful. Some people don't care for it. That's totally fine. Everyone's different. But those of us who have gone through that, I need you to know that the level of commitment for each side needs to be so powerful in this where you need to be stubborn enough, this is where it's funny, stubborn enough and to love your partner enough to know when <clears throat> there are some things that you can fix or ditch, okay? Mm. That's, that's what I talk about with couples. And here's, here's why I bring that up, Dr. Isdehar, is because <clears throat> some couples just really need some strategies for mm. daily communication. And they just mm. didn't know, and by the way, ladies, the male brain and the female brain, not the same. We were lied to. We are not equal. Are we equitable? Yes. Okay. But the more we keep thinking that we're the same, we're harming ourselves. I'll give you an example. One of the things that I make it a point to, to the best of my ability, my perfect no, I make it a point to the best of my ability to not have my husband be psychic. <laughs> he cannot guess what I'm thinking. This Saturday will be the 21st. We got married on August 21st. So, so far, to, we've done an okay job at celebrating on the 21st. So it'll be our nine month, month anniversary. We count month anniversaries. Just yes. to be, okay. Any, any chance we get to celebrate. So it turns out it's on the weekend. So here's what most women do. And this is where they, they cause each other harm. And we, we do it because we've been socialized to do it, not because we really want to. So here's, here's what happens, Dr. Isdahar. We're girlfriends, right? And I, I call you and be like, and, and you probably will remember, most girlfriends are really good about remembering dates and be like, oh my God, Amy, like you're having your month anniversary come up on the 21st. Yeah. Like, oh, I know, I know. I, I really hope Matt remembers we have a whole weekend. Like, oh, I, I, want, I, I hope he's got something cool planned for us, right? So this is a conversation between girlfriends. They bring none of this up with their husband. <laughs> yes. the, the date comes and she's waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting. And you see, we see this in movies and in shows all the time. What, what's today? Mm -hmm. Right? We see it in sitcom. What's today? 
And he's like, uh, Thursday? Saturday? Yeah. What's okay, right? And she just gets more and more upset. So the day after, now she's really upset. Now she's giving him the silent treatment. He's like, what's happened? What's wrong? What did I do? And finally she exposes that, you know, he forgot the anniversary and he forgot this and he doesn't care. Oh, you know, what was me in this, all this drama. All of that can be averted and avoided <laughs> By simply communicating with your partner. So what did I do? This is happening right here. This I'm giving you a real life example, ladies. I texted my husband on Monday. And mind you, I put all of these dates on my calendar because if they're not on my calendar, even I forget, okay? Yes. <laughs> so I told my husband on Monday, hey, honey, guess what? It's our nine month wedding anniversary on Saturday. Do you want to take me out on, uh, do you want to take your wife out on a date night or a date day? You know, mm-hmm. KC face, right? Question mark. And he's like, oh, that's right. That's amazing. Yes. Let me plan something for us. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So notice there's two parts to that. It was a reminder and also a request. Mm-hmm. Because if it had just been a reminder, he would have been like, oh yeah, that's awesome. And then I would have been hoping, I hope he he takes me on a date. I hope he plans something. <laughs> then I requested, do you want to take me out? Right. So it's kind of like a flirty way of talking. He's like, yeah, let me plan something. Right. So this is the part where, and we've known each other for five years. Mm-hmm. So this isn't like a, oh, like, oh yeah, I only do that in the beginning or forever. This is a forever thing, ladies. <laughs> this is yes. a forever thing for, this is what it means to have healthy communication with your partner, to clearly say what you want and what you need before, because what most women have been taught to do is let's test him. Let's test him. And who loses when our partner gets <laughs> tested? Everyone loses. We lose, they lose, the kids lose, everyone's upset. But if you plan ahead and plan accordingly, that level of advanced communication is one of the key things that I like to teach couples, Dr. Izdahar, because especially when there's that level of commitment of being mm. married, something happens in the female brain that makes her feel even more vulnerable and mm. wants her man to be 100% psychic and just know what she wants or needs all the time. And I'm going to tell you right now, honey, he does not. It doesn't matter how much he loves you. You need to tell him what you want and what you need, including which gifts. You can have a list of gifts ongoing and send him Amazon links, but talk to him about it. Don't just send him things and say, oh, these are his. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And that's something I've been guilty upon, right? The psychic thing. Oh, yeah, he's just going to know. No, he's just going to know um, what to do and this and that. It causes upsets uh, within me because obviously one of the causes of upset is undelivered communication. Um, that is one of the biggest causes of upsets or, you know, um, in marriage upsets is uh, undelivered communication. So it's like, and then I'm like, oh, and then, oh, okay, then. So sometimes it's, sometimes you like, obviously in my heart, oh, I wish that he uh, can know what I want. That's kind of like any, what any woman wants, but um, it'd be easier to just like, hey, babe, you know, can we uh, for, for my birthday, like, you know, for the dinner, like, okay, uh, where do you want to go? I want to go to Chinese. I want to go to Chinese food. So he just takes, drive me and the kids to the Chinese place. You know, that's like the which Chinese restaurant, um, you know, that one. I want to go to Nomad, you know, that Chinese restaurant because, you know, I like the food. 
So, and then, and I told him, oh no, but then, you know, the kids, uh, you know, because I have a baby, so I'm like, oh no, I'm going to be really stressful with, uh, with, with Rayhan. Um, you know, I, I can't eat whatever. And then he was like, don't worry, I'll take care of Rayhan. You just eat. I'm like, okay. So that is like, that's mm -hmm. one thing less. It's just, <clears throat> it took me years to understand what you say now. And had I known this tip early on, it would save me so much. Oh, it would give me so much happiness right what I had to learn um over the years and this is not just the part where you say I do and sign a contest when you say I do I want to be in relationship with this person right I want to be in a what Amy and I like we people who are who be in a committed relationship with one another not any kind of other relationship a, a committed relationship with one another the moment you say yes I want to be with this person whether you sign the yes. dotted line or not but it starts um, from there, the communication, the commitment. So if we were to backtrack a little bit, um, Emmy, just before we get to that place, um, jumping into the dating world, because that's how people get to meet and you know, people as well. Uh, so this is like a new space for me uh, because I, I didn't date and I was introduced to my husband by my auntie. So my husband was my auntie's um, student at high school. So talk about this dating wall, or at least the safety or the red flags or the green flags that women need to look for um, when you're going into the, I know like before you mentioned for your own safety, never, ever, ever do this thing, right? Never, ever, ever do this one thing. But at the same time, this is also like a green flag that you can look for. So let's kind of like um, hash it out a couple of those. Yeah, sure. So I'll tell you, and I know exactly which <clears throat> red flag you're talking about. So I'll talk about the safety one first and then go into the green flags. So thank you for bringing that up. So the number one rule, I will never want you to break this. You know, I have a lot of sort of gray area when it comes to dating and that's uh -huh. like VIP clients, but this one, no gray area, no matter what. When you're going to meet someone for the very first time, even if they're introduced to you by someone else, never ever 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 go to their house for for first date even if they're offering to make you dinner mm -hmm. i don't care what that is just don't break that rule okay mm -hmm. and even if you're like oh well so and so knows them so this isn't even really around of safety uh, an issue of like you might be hurt although that's a possibility mm -hmm. it's that it it's breaking a boundary remember you're going into someone else's territory you want to be going into neutral territory where you can feel safe to share who you are and be vulnerable. And if you need to excuse yourself after five, 10 minutes or 30 minutes or an hour, you're able to leave easily and effortlessly. And, and it, it's difficult when you're in someone else's home or area. Okay. So yes. that's, that's a huge safety thing that no matter what, please, please, please. And, and you're probably thinking, well, of course, I mean, I wouldn't do that. You would be surprised how many women I coach where they're on Bumble, they're on Hinge, they're on Tinder, and they're like, oh, Emmy, this guy, like he's, I've been talking to him for a week. He seems really cool. He, uh, he finally asked me out. He's making me dinner. What? At his place? Yeah. What? What's the big deal? Like, no, right? So every, mm -hmm. there are many, many times people, women will get caught up in that sort of like the, ro the romance of it all. And it's like, yes. just break that rule, right? So it's very easy to, to like, say thank you for that offer I'm like oh thank you so much for that for for that offer 
uh, is it okay if we meet um, at a coffee shop or somewhere else first? Yeah. And here's where you know if the guy is dangerous or not, because him just offering that up, it's not necessarily a red flag. Okay. That's yeah. just sort of like, the, but this is where us as women, we need to establish those boundaries. So you say, oh, thanks for that offer. Can we meet at and give him some options for some public places first? And his response will matter. So if he says, no, sorry, that's too much work, too far away, block him, move on. Obviously, mm. he does not have any concern or respect for you. But a guy that says, oh, yeah, absolutely. What's a good time to meet? Or is this place closer mm-hmm. to you? Whatever. So his response will matter. So that is a green flag mm-hmm. and a good sign if he is honoring your boundaries and honoring your your sort of spatial awareness, Okay was also very important in green and that I would say is a green flag. Let's say you're chatting with, well, let's talk about the first green flag. That seems kind of like silly. Yeah. Tinder Swindler. Okay. The Tinder Swindler is a phenomenal documentary of a gentleman that swindled a lot of women on Tinder. So go check that out. And this is the one, the very first red flag that Mm. when I did a training on this with 15 women on the line, none of them saw this. Mm. I mean, tell you exactly what it is. And you're going to be like, what? That's so stupid. It's so silly. Yes. Mm. You ready for it? Mm -hmm. Okay. Here it is. When someone sends you a message and just says hi or hello, without your name in it Mm -hmm. that means it's just copying and pasting on someone on hundreds of people's sites or it might be a bot okay you Mm -hmm. might be like what forget that do not ever start a conversation with someone that doesn't have and let's say it's not even a bot Mm. if someone doesn't have the time to write your name (laughs) that's right there that you put in the profile what kind of person do you think they are do you think they'll have time for you later on they're showing you the lack of respect they have for you already from that first message absolutely and also like using this in german right the hey love hey darling hey sweet oh like, yes. you know like you know I, I obviously emmy and i we've known each other so i'm like hey darling i mean obviously because i know i'm talking to emmy like and there are times when i call her name but you know there are people who like hey love hey darling hey baby whatever it is like on the first what emmy is talking about is the first few instances Correct. not you know not after that um so the first yeah. few instances like you and then like they can't even spell your name correctly. <laughs> and then they stop. Right. Because <laughs> oh, they're like, they're talking to so many people. And which one is this? They're so common. Like, no, we're not, we're not one of the numbers. Exactly. We're not one of the numbers. We're me, Emmy, Isdihar. We're with that person. If that person can't distinguish you from love, darling, or sweetheart, or baby, whatever that is, mm-hmm. it's not going to find the time to kind of get to know you. Because how you do everything is how you do anything, isn't it? So having that sense of um, awareness, um, because, you know, sometimes like, oh, she calls me baby. Like, but when you look at the text, it's never called your name once. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're one of 20 babies. 
so let's wrap up this conversation emmy so let's wrap up with um this final question we are uh moving forward now a lot of things are changing in the environment we're just starting to come up with the pandemic um people are getting excited to meet to the uh, meet and greet um and everything they got starting to get ready some of them are like already thinking the clothes the physical appearance what have you not the guy what is kind of like the most the most beneficial thing that people can can use or they can know as they're coming out of the pandemic and kind of like in the process of uh, finding their soulmate um, because I feel like nowadays they just want right now. I want to like right now click the Amazon button and then you have your soulmate delivered. <laughs> so what's your advice coming from the, the, the pandemic? People are traveling now. People yes. are meeting up. People don't have to wear masks if they don't want to. So what's the biggest advice that you have that's going to be most beneficial to our ladies? Yes. The one piece of advice that I have for you that's most beneficial is your filtering system because it is a system and because a lot of ladies tell me Amy I've been on so many first dates and like and they all suck I'm like well that just tells me that your filtration process is bad are you going to go on a lot of first dates yeah but some of them are going to be second some of them are going to be third dates mm. but they shouldn't all suck you're going to have some first dates that went great but it just wasn't a romantic match so let, we got to backtrack a little bit so what that tells me is, and this is how most people do their, their profile. So let's say on Bumble, I'll tell you what I train my clients to do versus what most people do is on their Bumble or Hinge or Tinder profiles, or even on Match, so many people will write the list of non-negotiables and deal breakers. And I don't like this and I don't like that. So, and, and, and don't swipe on me if X, Y, and Z, if you're, so don't, be a Debbie Downer. <laughs> yeah. Don't be a complainer on there. Mm -hmm. Write the things that you do want. So, for example, when I see someone that writes, you know, don't be a cheater. Uh, my first instinct is like, oh, she's got a lot of healing work to do because I know she got messed <laughs> over by a cheater, right? Like that's just by default. So instead of that, like you can have your private list of the things that you want, someone that's faithful, someone that follows your similar religion, that has core values. Mm -hmm. So you have things that are private to you and to your girlfriends and maybe your coach. And then the things that you put out into your actual profile. So make your profile fun, playful. Let them know a little bit about your favorite restaurants in town. Mm -hmm. Let them know a little bit about uh, your favorite movies. Because remember, you want them to have a similar sense of humor. So let's say, for example, you love The Office. It's one of my favorite shows that I will watch on repeat over and over. But if this person that potentially, you know, is, is on there and they absolutely detest The Office and they can't stand it, the conversation is not going to go much mm -hmm. further than that. So I'd rather you allow yourself to have that that playful sort of version of yourself favorite foods, favorite, maybe your favorite country that you've traveled to. Don't make a list of all the places you've been to. If you've traveled a lot, like I did, you don't want to then turn it into a freaking Wikipedia page of where you've gone. <laughs> Talk about one of your favorite things. Okay. Mm. So make it light, fun, happy, playful. The captions that are on there, some of the Bumble ones will trick people. What I mean by that is they, they're, they're too serious. Mm. don't be serious on your profiles okay I want you to take yourself seriously and yes love is serious 
but your profile is meant to capture your your essence your play your play your fun this is not linkedin it is not an interview process it's not your resume so don't don't think that by saying oh well i'm looking you know to get married within the next six to eight months if that's not you then bye that like puts a lot of pressure on someone and if you think that's a filtration process it's doing the opposite because what that's doing is showing that you're too much in control and you're too maybe too arrogant and too controlling and no quality healthy man is ever going to want to be with a controlling woman okay mm -hmm. you need to be able to have the freedom just like you want the freedom to be who you are yeah that is like beautiful advice and kind of like show the goofy side of you that you're talking about in the beginning the goofy the fun. i remember like one of the things you told me about you you like minions you know the one with the yellow thing with uh -huh. yeah. <laughs> and i still remember it till today we had that conversation months ago and i still um remember it so it just shows that you know you're a fun person you're okay to have like you know minions are a little bit silly isn't it like you know with the one eye and they can be a little bit something my kids think is a bit scary because it just has one eye and boing 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 going <laughs> that way but absolutely what a wonderful conversation that we have today Tammy. and you know you and i we can talk the whole day the whole night um, literally so what is the best place for people to come and um find out about you yes so the best place is my website my my team checks all the messages on there so emmyhernandez.com and you'll have access to all of my socials on there, um, Facebook, I'm, 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 I'm everywhere, Facebook, LinkedIn, <laughs> Instagram, but my website is probably the, the easiest. So emmyhernandez.com and there's tons of tons of things that you can download there for free on your journey. And I'm looking forward to hearing from you and uh, keep following my stuff. I put out a lot of free content. And if you're ready to do this journey with some help, and I'd love to chat with you about that as well. Absolutely. So emmyhernandez.com, you have, that's the best place for people to find her and you've got all her socials there. I'm still waiting, darling, for that TikTok dance, right? I'm still waiting for that TikTok oh, dance. <laughs> oh my goodness, I, I, I know, I started TikTok, but I'm not good on getting on the TikTok train. Uh, yeah, I'll, one of these days I'll also, a video i dance all the time i do silly dances all the time right now they're private for my husband and they're not even like sexual they're just like silly things <laughs> I, I haven't put them on tiktok yet <laughs> wonderful thank you so much everybody who are listening and um if you want to show your voice on prestigious platform with it's been a best-selling author tv magazine for prepared check out isdiharjamil.com this is your host dr isdiharjamil and tell yourself, yes, I can. And so it is done. All right, Emmy, darling, let's say goodbye. Bye. Bye. Thank you. Bye.